Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, the yo, podcast yo, yo. about musicals. You don't know this, but you just walked in on a dance party in the recording studio. <laughs> we oh. just really love that introduction music. We really do. It's so Rock good. Oh, dun, thanks, dun, Benno. Dun, dun. Well, there we go, guys. So, if you haven't already guessed, it's me, KB. I'm your host today. With me at the table is... Julie Eisentrager. And... Miranda Selwood. And we have a very, very, very special, super awesome return guest. Josh Tia. Hey, Josh. Yo, what's up, guys? They're not going to answer you because this is recorded and they're listening to it later. But I'm sure they're saying... (laughs) Not hey, much, Josh. Josh. <laughs> like, oh, hey, Josh. It's good to see you again. Oh, yeah. Just listening to my favourite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, since Josh has been on the show before. A few times. A few times. We don't need get to get to guy. know you more. Our questions haven't changed. So I'm sad I don't get to sing the song for you, Josh. Can you sing it anyway? We've already got to know you. <laughs> Um, so today we're going to do a little, little little thing a little different. Um, we are talking about My Fair Lady today. So we are going to cast each other slash ourselves in this show and come to some agreement on where we would be in this production. Yes? Yes. Yes. Mm. Alrighty. Any ideas, peeps? Well... I've already played Eliza Doolittle. She has. Mm. I saw it. <laughs> it was glorious. Just casually. Um, I reckon, um, I think of all of us here at the table, K- KB's probably the Eliza. Mm. I'm the Eliza. Yeah. Mm. Why? It's your weird Cockney accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'm not going to do it for you, though. Uh, sometimes <laughs> it would just... She's got a lot of spunk and you've got a lot of spunk. Oh, thanks, mate. Mm. You've also roamed the streets of London in a part of your life, so you know. You know. And I think if you had to, you probably could sell flowers. Yeah, I think if I put my mind to it, maybe someone would buy some flowers. Well, thanks, guys. That's really nice. I'll take it. Are we happy? Are we settled? Are we done? Are we settled? That's our lives are done. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, I I would like to play Pickering because I think okay. he gets to have a little bit of fun bumbling around. Yep. But I'm probably actually a Mrs. Higgins at this point. Okay. 
I mean, there's only four of us, so yeah. you can be both. Yeah. Can I be both? Yeah. Oh, we're, we're doing Double a reduced cast. casting. Yes. yes. <laughs> we're on a budget. <laughs> so can I can I take those two? That's yeah, two go for it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, Why not? Um, Colonel Pickering Colonel and Pickering. Mrs. Higgins. Higgins. <laughs> Higgins. Well, well, how about in that case, I play Eliza Doolittle's dad and Freddie. Done. And a bit of a daddy <gasps> oh. complex happening there. <laughs> Ew. I think that's a good Done. idea. I think that's a good idea. Um, you get to do the fancy speech about the fleas, which is which is great, which and then turn around and and be very charming and romantic. Charming and, and romantic. Yeah. Then turn around again and sing a song about going to church. So like, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. And you would definitely look like my father. <laughs> <laughs> I see the family resemblance. <laughs> okay, so that's so it leaves Liza, me as Henry, Freddie, Colonel, eh, Mrs. Egan's. No, that leaves me as Henry. That leaves you You're as Henry. Henry yeah, fair. Or Mrs. Pierce. Oh. <laughs> Zane can play Mrs. Pierce. Oh, great. I well, went yeah. to a terrible pounding. <laughs> <laughs> I already know her lines. <laughs> Julie. Yeah, that seems right. I am a bit of a misogynist. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Guys, that was all very easy. Hmm. Beautiful. All right. A so little bit too easy. Yeah. Mm. I'll do a script and we can uh, just start Oh, yeah, well, yeah, it's oh, time. We've, Let's we've go. We've forgotten the Zoltan Cup half thing. Oh, no. Zane will have to double. Mm. Zane yeah. doubles. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Zane. As Mrs. Pickering. <laughs> Zoltan Cup. But I Mrs. would like Pierce. the Sultan to have. Oh, sorry, Mrs. Pierce. I would like the Sultan to have a very thick beard. So we're just probably going to have to work through that when it comes to Mrs. Mrs. Pierce. She yeah. could wear some kind of like a beard net, <laughs> like it's a piece serving <laughs> serving food. <laughs> a veil, a veil. He's thought of his own solution. Not that you can hear him, but he is here. He is omnipresent. Producer Zane. Zane. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, if you guys have different uh, ideas on that casting, let us know while we're going to take a break. All righty. Let's start with, like, the two-minute elevator pitch of this plot. You know who it should go to? Who? Miranda. <laughs> you. You've uh, done the show. You I, know it, right? You know what happens. Uh, only from the servants, maids, or flower girls' perspective. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, there's the story not told, so... That's right. That's, oh, yeah. the real, That's the real... The real story of My Fair Lady is actually about that other flower girl. <laughs> Fun fact, I do like to, every time I go to the races... Yell at the horses. <laughs> Move your blooming ass. <laughs> Move your blooming ass. All right, Miranda, are you ready? Right, well, of course, the story is based on uh, Bernard Shaw's Pygmalion. <laughs> Great play. Great mm-hmm. play. And it was so good that um, when they did the show, they thought, let's just use exactly the same book. Let's not write another book. Let's just put songs into the play. Great. And they did. And how does the play go, Miranda? I did not not know that. It's the same book. Yeah, I did. And like I studied it um, for drama. I did did not know that it was the same script. 
I guess like I saw them quite <laughs> you a didn't different- didn't study it very well then. <laughs> well, no, I guess, I guess like I did it in high school and I didn't actually see My Fair Lady till many years later. So I'd forgotten the You script. have one minute right. left. Oh, gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, oh. Uh, it's Pygmalion done? No. no okay. People might not know the story. Um, there's a Cockney flower girl living in London uh, and she bumps into Professor Higgins on the accidental like and he makes basically makes a bet with his friend <laughs> who he's also just met um, that he could pass her off as a as royalty mm-hmm. wait doesn't he live with him only them they all meet that same night that's so weird mm, anyway yeah, continue yeah things you learn they're looking for each other so Pickering is looking for um, Higgins because to talk about okay, cool. phonetics yeah, cool. and language yeah, things. Cool. But yeah. he says he's such a wonderful teacher and a wonderful master of, of the English language that he could pass um, this Cockney flower girl off as royalty with a few lessons. Um, she uh, eventually agrees, mm-hmm. is bribed by chocolate, in fact, um, to oh. stay in his house and learn to be a proper lady. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to be a proper lady so she can work in a flower shop instead of selling flowers on the streets. That's her the height of her ambition at that time. Um, they spend a lot of time working with and against each other. They have quite a tumultuous um, relationship that, that builds over time. He takes her for a test run at the races, which in the show is a very nice um, moment with the black and white costumes and things. Um, How every races should look but does not. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There, Eliza also meets his mother and his mother's friends and uh, she does not pass the test there particularly Uh well. But um, they... Strive onward, nevertheless. Um, they continue this back and forth of, of um, you know, he doesn't treat her very well. He treats her kind of like scum, basically. Oh, but she fights back, which is something that I think a lot of people who he treats that way don't do. So they develop this awkward respect for one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they eventually go to a big ball and uh, she does pull it off and she convinces um, another expert in the English language that she is in fact royalty. Um, they, The men celebrate their successes and kind of leave her out of it. She gets a um, goes through a bit of turmoil over, well, what do I do now? Now that he's turned me into something that I'm not and I don't fit where I was before and I don't fit with these people either. And um, uh, so she tries to leave him and go off with Freddie, who has become enamoured with her, uh, uh, but he has no particular prospects and he's he just adores her. There's nothing else there yeah. for her. So I've only just realised he's a redundant character. Yeah. Continue. Much. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and uh, so she eventually comes back to Higgins and the end of this, um, of the play... And even more so the musical because of the way the emotions are treated by the music mm-hmm. is um, quite controversial. I think a lot of people have very different opinions of she should never have gone back to him or she absolutely, of course, she was going back to him, but they weren't in love, but they were in love. And, you know, there's so many different ways to read into the story there because they're all really complex, well-written characters. Yeah. I think that's the amazing thing about why My Fair Lady works is that they manage to put in 
you know, fun sing-along songs and beautiful soaring romantic ballads and some very funny patter songs. So it's mm-hmm. basically a Gilbert mm-hmm. Sullivan, right? Yeah, basically. But it's got this fantastic, well-rounded book because yeah. it's just pulled entirely. It's Bernard Shaw. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, anyway, there you go. That's, mm. that's that what was happens. very well done, Miranda. I just realised mm. Josh and I accidentally kind of not really did homework for this last yes, night. Yes, we did. Because what? you watched Pretty Woman? We Correct. <laughs> same, okay. same, but different. Same, same, it's, but different. It's absolutely Pretty Woman mm. is based on yeah. the Pig same Malian. story of yes. Pygmalion. Um, yeah, but Eliza Doolis, not a, uh, <clears throat> a lady of the street. <laughs> she is a lady who lives on the she's, street. Yeah, she's on the street, but she's not a lady of different the Different street. She sells flowers, if you know what I mean. Mm. Wink, wink. Does anyone have a favourite song? Oh, that's a big call right now. I know. It's a big call. I just had to relook at the Um, musical numbers. Yeah, I might have to too because I do Um, know them. But I think mine is Get Me to the Church on Time because it was one of the first ones I remember ever doing at like dance school when I was seven years old. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It just brings back lots of nice memories. I sung Wouldn't It Be Lovely at. Well, probably the second Stedford I ever did, but I don't think that's my favourite. Mm-hmm. Let me find a fave. Find a fave? Find a fave. Um, I I really enjoy listening to On the Street Where You Live. Mm-hmm. I enjoy watching the Ascot Gavotte mm-hmm. and I enjoyed singing Rain in Spain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a goodie. Mm. Mm. What about you, Josh? Um, because that... Um, um, on the Street Where You Live is a go-to in terms of like my audition repertoire. I feel like that... To, I feel like that's probably one of my favorites just because I do it a lot and it's always like ingrained in my head. But I actually really like um, God, what's the all I want is a room. Some is that what? It's, wouldn't it be lovely? You ah, just said that. Yeah, yes. I do really wouldn't like that one. Be loverly, loverly, loverly. I think my fave, which I didn't realize until right now, mm. would be "Show Me." It's a fantastic song. Yeah. And it's um, such a wonderful display of what's happening within the character at that time. Um, So she's frustrated with Freddie being so lovey-dovey and being all these wonderful things that she would kind of like Higgins to be, which Mm -hmm. is romantic and, and polite and respectful. But she doesn't want that. She wants passion Mm -hmm. because she's a very passionate and, you know, energetic emotional person but she she wants connection and she's not getting that that's what the whole song's about anyway there you go sorry yeah well can I also go on a tangent and ask another question yes what song would you skip or delete from the show scroll back up Um, I think for mine oh it's a hard pick oh I would either get rid of on the street where you live Oh, and Freddie and Tyler, <laughs> or or I've grown accustomed to. Actually, it's I've grown accustomed I to her face because that's say rubbish. That. <laughs> it's I, not. It's me. not rubbish. I've, I you know, I kind of got used to that face. Yeah. If it's that fine. song is done well, though, it's such a pivotal moment for that mm. character. It is the turn where we see him admit, if only to himself, mm. in a back to front sarcastic kind of way, <laughs> that um, that he wants her in his life 
There's so much in that song. You can't cut that song. You can't cut what it. What about a hymn to him? What about? You know, <laughs> yeah, you probably yeah. can. That's basically scene change music. Um, or all of the reprises. All of the reprises. Some of the reprises are really beautiful. Um, I really love Eliza's reprise of Wouldn't It Be Lovely in the mm. second half mm-hmm. when she's gone back to the flower if market. If not... Mm. Better than the first I time would, round. I would cut with a bit, a little bit of luck. That's what I would cut. Oh yeah, I actually no. do find that song quite tiring. To or get me to. to the church on time. No, oh, no, that so one, no neither that of them fun. belong in the story. So fun, yeah, they're the two fun numbers, and they're the nice, they're the raucous Cockney numbers. They're the ones that me. needed to be played on the radio after. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, I just read, guys, that in the 2008 Australian tour. Reg Livermore started out as Higgins and then Richard E. Grant took over the role. <gasps> In Australia? In Australia. What? Where did I miss that? I like, it's right. It says Richard E. Grant played the role of Henry Higgins at the Theatre Royal in Sydney. <gasps> Dang it. Yeah. What? Uncool. He's amazing. I would have definitely loved to have seen that performance. And you could have, but you just didn't know. I just didn't know. <laughs> 2008, that was such a long time ago. Um, this show has been nominated for many an award. Um, when it was first released, it had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten Tony nominations and won one, two, three, four, five, six of them. That's Quite a 60% a hit ratio. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> Look at you doing math. Oh, on the fly. It's like you're a scientist or something. <laughs> um... <laughs> The Revival was nominated for two Tony Awards and won one. 50%, not as good. Oh. <laughs> who, who did the Revival? So the original was, um, of course, Julie Andrews and, and Mr. Um, Movie Man. Uh, Rex, Harrison. Rex, Harrison. Rex Harrison. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Then The Revival in 19, the 1970s. It was Ian Richardson and Christine Andreas. I don't know either of these no. people. And then the 1981 and 1993 Broadway revivals, it was Rex Harrison. Ah, uh, yeah. He um, came back and did it again. Came back and did it again. I cannot... Uh, Nancy Rex, Ringham as Eliza. Has Rex Harrison just spent his entire life doing this show? Potentially. I mean, we've kind of coined the term... You know, Chuck or Rex Harrison. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the, you can't it's sing. A thing. It's not a problem. <laughs> and it's not that Rex Harrison can't sing. He just yeah didn't. It's just not ideal. It's just not <laughs> ideal. Um, the latest Broadway revival had um, Harry Hayden last Payton. year. Yeah. Yes. As Henry Higgins, he was in um, Downton Abbey. Um, and of Lauren course. Ambrose as Eliza. Wait, was she also no. in Downton Abbey? No. Wasn't Laura Benetti? It doesn't say here. Norbert Leo. She was. But Maybe she was, was the replacement. Oh, she was the replacement. Yeah, oh, she, was yeah, the she was the replacement. Down there. Yeah. What a great replacement. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. This show gets done. It gets and done, done a lot. And done and it's done. Good. And done. It's good. It's good show. And um, it doesn't age badly because yeah. it's already set. Well, in the past, yeah, yeah, I feel like of the classics, it's probably one of the best in terms of that. Like, you can watch it and not feel that the 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 dialogue is dated or the jokes are dated mm. as much. Yeah, that's what mm. I felt anyway when I saw it yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah, I I could watch this show over and over and not get too bored of it. Mm. 
I think that's again a testament to the good writing mm. and the yeah. fact that it has a, a, solid, a solid book, book. that can stand on its own. Yeah. Mm. And then when they added songs to it, some of them do feel really like shoved a song in there, but they didn't have to rewrite chunks of the book to make it no. fit in. They found places where the songs could be thrown in without it feeling jarring or or wrong. Yeah, and um and particularly the what I would call the, the character moments in the show yeah. are musically written so in sync with the st- the arc of the story for those characters. Yeah, it's probably the best the best work that I've seen ever or had the pleasure of performing in that. Um, I will say, though, that the cruelty, there's just so much cruelty in the writing for Eliza, particularly in that section which goes from um, uh, um, uh, (laughs) – I remember that part. It's really early and then she just stays on stage and keeps going and keeps going. The very opening scene where she's... No, she goes off after the opening. She comes back in to Higgins' house and then she basically just stays on stage and they do the whole transition of through um, uh, Just You Wait, Henry Higgins, into Rain in Spain, Mm. into... I Could Have Danced All Night. I Could Have Danced All Night. She does the entire character transition from her dirty cockney to I've finally got it and I'm a perfect, you know, English woman without leaving the stage. Yeah. And it's just, it's harassment, those scenes. <laughs> There's brief little blackouts in the Rain in Spain sequence as they're going through um, all those classic scenes where she's doing the vocal exercises. Yeah. Um, when the the servants come in and they sing a little verse and there's this really brief little lights down moment and that's that's the only breaks that she has. She doesn't go off stage. It's the same for, for Higgins in a in a way except he doesn't have to go through that character transition mm. yeah. but um, it's almost like someone came up with a really mean concept of keeping some people on stage for an entire show uh oh I yeah. feel like there's a thing happening <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> All for right, those playing guys. at home Julie's <laughs> actually talking about a production that we're working on at the moment that I'm directing uh, where I have chosen to keep the entire cast on stage the entire show. It's where like are there sh- potty Chicago breaks? can do it. Like, There's no potty breaks. Guys, no potty breaks. just it's it's training. You'll be able to endure anything after this. All right, guys, so we're going to move on to the lessons we have learned. Okay, so what has this musical taught us? This musical taught me a Cockney accent. Go on then. I wish I could say the same. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, about me? (laughs) About me? (laughs) About me. That was the very first thing I ever sung. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Give it a go. What, the song? No, the Cockney. What do you mean the Cockney? It's not very good. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Says a lady too scared to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I criticise. I spent a lot of time saying, flair. 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 (laughs) Oh, what's the the marble? What do you say for the marble scene? I don't know. I've got marbles in my mouth. (laughs) Owl in the... Oh, Oh, yeah, it's a poem. Oh, okay. That's not what I thought it was. 
I am. Anyway, <laughs> it's all right. It's probably moving on. Um, Sorry, what was your Cockney accent, Kerry? I'm not doing it. All I've got is Henry Higgins, and that's <laughs> it. Henry Higgins. <laughs> Henry Higgins. Got <laughs> oh. flower, would you go? It's not a very nice. good Cockney accent. I didn't say I could do one, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other lessons we have learnt from my fair lady. Oh, uh, how to really just just pull those heartstrings with a good reprise. Oh yeah, there's a couple of them in this show, but I think they're used well for that purpose. Yeah, mm. just chuck in a little reprise. <laughs> <laughs> Julie. I'm thinking. You can see my thinking yeah, face. But I thought you were. You can't say there. my name unless the thinking face goes click. Oh, okay. I'll we wait for the click. We I can't can. see the thinking face on the KB on the can. podcast, I can, though. But you guys can't. So if you could just. Josh, what did you learn? Oh, my. Um, see, he didn't even have a thinking yeah, face. This I, is so mean. I was too distracted um, <laughs> by everyone else's drama about thinking faces that I, <laughs> I forgot to think. Um. I'm putting on my thinking face now so I can be, uh, avoid this. Uh, I think <laughs> when Eliza's going back and forth of like, I don't belong here and I don't belong there. And I just, I never really understood that feeling mm. when I was younger. Mm. But as an adult, and now I'm like, oh, I get, yeah, that's hard. That is hard. I like, particularly after moving back home, after living in the UK, I was like, I know I don't want to live there and I don't want to mm. be there. But here everyone has like, everyone's in their own routine and they've got their own mm. like life and I don't know where I fit in. So how do we do this? And I was like, hmm, mm. <laughs> interesting. And it's not something that really clicked before, mm. but now I'm like, I get you, Liza. I Kaby, get that was you. deep. Oh, oh my man. goodness. Oh, <laughs> I think a bit. Sure is very deep. Yeah. I, yes. um, I learned a personal lesson during <laughs> this, the season that I did with Miranda. Yeah. And that was, I can, Mm. still perform with both a sinus and chest infection. Holy <laughs> moly, Julie. But it does require a fair bit of running off stage to cough. <laughs> what? How cool. did you not collapse cool into a pool of your own Two of us, two of us were very, very sick during that show and we would just pick times to just, ooh, busy, 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 busy. Something's getting my attention over there. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's impressive, but that also nice. terrifying. It was. It was quite fun. Very sorry about Not that. Not so fun at the time. Fun now. <laughs> fun to look back on. That would have been awful. Um, I learnt a little bit about the um, Ascot races mm. and how inappropriate it is to scream at the horses. What? It's you're inappropriate. Not you're not meant to scream at the horses. In uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't um, say that our our particular um, there's no real prestige to the races here though. So I think those those rules have been thrown out the window. People take Maybe. the whole knee length dressing very loosely. <laughs> We're getting off track. We're getting off track. Um, what did we What did we learn about phonetics? Did we learn anything about phonetics? Phonetics. phonetics. <laughs> One more time. Phonetics. <laughs> Phonetics. Did you guys have like a like a, a phonetics coach that helped you through it, or did yeah, you just wing you it when you did it? I wish. Oh. <laughs> that was a note. Winged it winged or it. wung it, if you will. <laughs> 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 uh, I did learn that in Hartford, Hereford, and Hampshire, hurricanes hardly ever happen. Hip. This is one of my favourites. <laughs> hardly. So ever. you're doing a 
Cockney accent and a very RP British accent with no phonetic phonetics coach. Correct. Good. Mm. That would so have been I'm a really sure fun it was time. Spot on. I'm sure it was absolutely. <laughs> and we all know that I'm very good at accents. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta just really. go with your gut sometimes, sometimes you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, go with the, wind takes, the yeah. script really helps you because yeah. it, um, Eliza's yeah. Eliza. Yeah, it's written phonetically. Right. So, oh. um, the Cockney is actually written in Cockney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is very helpful. It was if helpful. you can't afford a dialect For instance, coach. Claire had like three Claire. apostrophes in it. Claire. <laughs> Stick tongue out, Flair. hope for best. Hi, <laughs> Flair. Would you, Captain? Uh, cool. But um, there's also a lot of natural rhythm in the way the music is written yeah. to help with all of that. Um, singing uh, Just You Wait, Henry Higgins is oh, so fun. amazing. <laughs> fun. So fun. That's what I did for my Madame Tenardier audition. Mm. Oh, obviously Higgins. nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the role you play. Um, Zane has sent in a couple of lessons that he learnt. He learnt that gin is mother's milk. Nice. It was mother's milk to her. Why <laughs> should she die of dip of diphtheria? No. Why should she die of influenza when she come through diphtheria the year before? <laughs> yes. Why should she? And as I always Why? say, if you have a stubborn throat tickle and you need to get rid of it just smash some pure spirits yeah. and you're away laughing yeah. poison you your body to make it an inhospitable environment <laughs> and then come back the next day you're great <laughs> I mean Zane has a lot of Zane thoughts. has a lot I like the treat him mean keep him keen because it's just so off track I don't think that Eliza does that deliberately, but mm. I'm assuming, Zane, that you're talking no, about... No, Higgins oh, does he, it. Higgins mm. does it to her. Yeah. I think Higgins she's very clearly just clipped everybody like that. Um, and his mother is the only one who puts up with it up until this point. But um, it's really good to see his mother come down on her side in the end of the show. Mm. Um, I really enjoy watching that. I guess the mother-in-law isn't always that bad. No, that's a lesson. That's a lesson. There you go, mother-in-laws out there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Lots of tongue twisters. Oh, you learnt lots of tongue twisters from the show. Yes. Are they tongue twisters or are they just like enunciation? They are both, said Producer Zane. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. Whatever. Um, what else is on this list? Um, that lower class is better than middle class. Rude. Is it though? Rude. That Oh sorry. So Producer Zane said that's her dad's whole thing. Yes. Mm. You yeah, I'm with you. Um and the final one that we haven't touched on yet is <laughs> two old confirmed bachelors, not necessarily gay. I don't know that this show proves that. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's definitely questionable. TBD. (laughs) To be decided. Determined. 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 Confirmed. Confirmed. Advised. Advised. There's so many things you can put after a T and a B. So Uh many. And on that note, we're going to do our Dreamcast. So we've already decided that Zac Efron's playing Freddy. Oh, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Hands down. Seems Zane's not impressed. Mm. But he's he's going to be fit. hands down and up. <laughs> the hottest Freddy that has ever been. Oh, yeah. Ever been. Other than you, Josh. 
Other than so you. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, you're a model. I mean, if guys, you guys haven't seen a picture of Josh, you should it. definitely Google it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Recommend. <laughs> and then somewhere in between Josh and Zach Efron, of course, his friend of the show, John Barrowman, who has oh, played the role. Johnny. Yeah. Obviously, he'd be fun in one of the older roles now. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't he just? He would. Pickering. I think he'd yeah. be a Pickering. He'd be a Pickering. He would indeed be a Pickering. <laughs> Uh, All right, you know, you know, because we we um in the break we were talking about the nanny. I just had this thing: the guy who plays Mister Sheffield yes. as Henry Higgins. What do you reckon? Uh, they did that in an episode of the nanny. I'm are you kidding? Almost certain. Amazing. <laughs> um, what? His name Sheffield. is the guy that was also in Sabrina the Teenage that Witch. Guy that who was in that thing. Dun, 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 dun. We're getting there. This We're almost really there. Come on, IMDb. Everyone else. Come on, IMDb. His name Charles Shaughnessy. Charles. Charles. Well, maybe while we're on that train, why not just get Pandresha? <laughs> As the ho- let's just do the whole <laughs> cast of the nanny does. Wait, <laughs> isn't that Beautician and the Beast? Ooh. Oh, wait, isn't that the storyline of that movie? That's a yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, have you not watched Beautician and the Beast? I, I haven't heard okay. of it. Okay, Wines, My House, Beautician and the Beast. It's a date. Is that surely though? That's not that's based on Beauty and the Beast, not yeah. My Fair Lady. Not entirely. Ooh. I think it's more My Fair Lady than it is. Beauty and the Beast, weirdly enough. That is weird. weird. Um, oh, who like, else would we cast? I would show? like to see Emma Thompson play um, yes. Professor Higgins. Yes. yes. And it takes away a whole level of creepy, which is so nice. <laughs> she um, she uses words so beautifully. Mm. And I just feel like nice. it would be a nice place. I think if... Emma Thompson's Henry Higgins and Lily James would probably play Eliza Doolittle. Oh, she'd be a lovely be Eliza nice. Doolittle. Does she sing? I don't know. She was in Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Mm, that well, doesn't I mean she can <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> she plays a young Meryl Streep. Oh, yes, oh. of course. What about... Mm. I just thought of someone and immediately left my brain. What oh, were no. they in? What do they look <laughs> like? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Um, who else? Oh, got? sorry. Julie Andrews as Mrs. Pickering. Just cause. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would yeah. be nice. Move her up. Yeah. Move Although, her up. isn't she like not singing anymore? Like, and she Mrs. Said no Pickering doesn't yeah, sing. Oh, doesn't. great. That's right. She just sort of swans in, makes some comments about being rich, and, and then, then swans, swans out. off. Yes. Mm. I'm fairly sure. Was it Nancy Hayes played in the last Australian tour? Played uh, Mrs. Rings a bell. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. It's very good. I'd cast her again in a hat, but although it doesn't say that in the list, oh no, it says no, no, Miss Pickering isn't listed at all. No, Mrs mm. Higgins. Oh, Mrs Higgins was Robin Nevin, apparently. Oh, and later, well, I would cast Pamela Nancy Lewin. Hayes. Mm. <laughs> um, side note, uh. Facebook has just given me a uh, a little race day, the good, bad, the ugly photos from races in Brisbane. It will be in our show notes so you can really understand what we mean. The opposite to my fair lady. <laughs> what we say? This is not Ask Girl Goodbye. <laughs> um, not it. Who else have we, we – have, we've cast Henry, we've cast Eliza. What about uh, Mr. Doolittle? 
Ooh. Oh, ooh. Danny uh, DeVito. Martin Short. Oh, we oh. <laughs> Martin Short actually would be quite funny. Yeah, I know. I mean, so would Danny DeVito. <laughs> For completely different reasons. But um, while we're on this trend, let's just chuck in Jason Alexander. Steve uh, Martin. <laughs> gosh. Well, Steve Martin's tall. Um, yeah, but like Martin Short and Steve Martin together would be hilarious. Again. Yes. Yes, Miranda. I'm thinking of a name. And that name is... She's a local Brisbane performer. Miranda Sanders. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I saw her play Mary Poppins on the Gold Coast and she was... Georgina Hobson. Georgina uh, Hobson. Yes. She was she in the Austra- last Australian production of my Not Bella. playing Eliza Doolittle. No, she was the understudy. Oh, was she? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty Good casting, sure. Miranda. I would yeah. cast her as Eliza Doolittle. I'm pretty sure. I would like to see Alan Cumming as Eliza Doolittle. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> totally different show, but good oh one. Oh, my God. so tan. But yes. why? Just because. Oh, can Zeta, I Zeta, cast, can I cast Stephen Fry as Higgins? Sure. Yes. Mm. Of course he yeah, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Although he would also make a good pickering. And he would also make a fantastic Zoltan. Mm. On this note, since we've gotten a lot of, like, gender-reversed roles, what is, like, the, the... Like, say, for example, I'm a theatre producer and I want to make a fun show where I flip all of the genders of the roles. What is, like, the, the deal around that? Does anyone at the table know? Um, like a completely role reverse show. I as far as rights restrictions. you yeah, have to like doing ask it. the rights provider. So if it's like MTI or whatever, you would go to them and, and just ask. Usually they would probably say yes unless it's very specific um, that you can't use. Like you have I to use the same s- pronouns. There are some mm. shows that Sometimes. Are and there are some shows that are definitely no. Can yeah. I gender reverse Hedwig and the Angry Inch? Probs not. <laughs> um, <laughs> just say that it would go against everything. Zane's face is Can like I, they're trying um, to stand for no. little women, <laughs> little yes. men. If we if we have it, <laughs> or the Kath and Kim version, which is little chipolatas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. On that note, we're gonna move right on. Top five lists would this show appear on? Top five shows that I really wanted to hear KB's fun facts section <gasps> and missed out on. I can give you some fun facts. Is it too late? Five, four, three, late? two, one, go um, fun facts. Number one was when Rex Harrison got the role of Henry Higgins. Um, he Nobody knew if he could sing or not. And he went to um, Werner and Lowe and was like, I've never sung on stage before. And they're like, it's fine. You don't have to really sing it. You can just speak, sing it. So he qu- a quote from <clears throat> Rex Harrison and said, I was using the melody but not singing it. I mean, I could use musical notes and sometimes when I was doing the play, I used to use quite a lot of the notes. Sometimes I would hardly use any of the notes. This makes me so mad. (laughs) But I was able to sort of jiggle it about. (laughs) And now it's the way it's done. And now it's the way it's done. And purely because he didn't really sing. Hashtag jiggle it about, guys. (laughs) Jiggle it about. Um, It almost... Didn't happen. Fun fact number two. Didn't Fun happen. Fact, um, it almost didn't happen. Um, Pygmalion was such a success. Um, he did. He uh, Bernard Shaw wasn't really sure if he wanted to make it into a musical. George Bernard Shaw was like, I don't know if this is something I want, guys. And so 
They changed um, his mind, obviously, or worked out in the end. I think they kind of waited until he died. (laughs) I think there's a lot of doing that. So, following Shaw's death, the rights to Pygmalion were held by um, Gabriel Pascal. Pascal also never made it into a musical, but not for lack of trying. Um, So, uh, it like kind of went down the line until um, Pascal also (laughs) passed away, and then Lerner and Lowe came back to the project and finished it and put it on so yes. they did a lot of waiting around um and fun fact number three fun fact number three is that um it kind of came down to whether julie andrews would play it in the movie or audrey hepburn <sighs> and um the one that i was like ah, i said it to you guys before was um that disney walt disney himself was willing to put mary poppins filming on hold in case julie andrews was cast in the film of my fair lady that's rad yeah to just be like, if she gets it, then we will wait. But if she doesn't, then we'll film as per usual. And she didn't. And she didn't. Which and is, then, but she did Mary Poppins. And, and then Audrey weird. Hepburn actually recorded all of the music. Yeah. And then afterwards they decided to dub over her yeah. voice with another singer. Um, so, so when she was filming those scenes, she didn't know at the time that they were going to do that. No. She got totally singing in the rain. Mm. It's so sad. Oop. It's so, so sad. And final fact is that Cary Grant was um, offered the role of Henry Higgins. But How weird would that have been? He said no because he felt that his – like manner of speaking, his original manner of speaking was much closer to Eliza Doolittle's than Henry Higgins. This is me finding out that Cary Grant is... Cockney. Cockney. <laughs> Which I, I love that he's like, no, no, I won't be taking the role. I talk much more like Eliza Doolittle. But I'll take that role. I'll play Eliza if you want me to. That's so cute. wonderful. Thanks. So, okay, so I'm sorry. Top sorry. five list. Top I'm five sorry list. we took that little um, sidetrack. I just really felt like... The fun facts were missing from the episode. <laughs> okay. um, I would put this on top five musicals that will stand the test of time. Mm. And have Ew. stood, and has. in fact, the test of time. Yeah. Top five musicals to go to for an audition song. Go yes. to audition songs? I reckon. Freddie, like, how many boys have come to you with, a, like, with I will, um, on, on the, the street where you live? live. Yeah. Oh, I can't make that. Sorry, I was making a face and then I realised I just previously said that I used it for an audition last year. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Oopsies. Point taken. (laughs) And there's a nice spread of songs for females in Eliza's character too. Yeah, because you've got character songs, you've got like patter, you've got legit, got a little bit of everything's in there. For me, I think this is on the top personal top five list of best costuming. Oh, oh yeah, gosh, yes. yeah. The hats yeah. and the dresses, and I just, oh, I love and it. Like I love maybe it. Costuming slash set, because the set yeah. is pretty full on. Like, there's a lot of like pieces, and then there's like the, the backdrops that sort of drop in. You've got to build that whole I library in yeah. Higgins' house, and then the ball scene. and Yeah. yeah so, there's a lot of opportunity scope for a lot of very grand design. Yeah. Grand design. Grand design. Top five uh, play to musical. Can we can we go play that big? Musical? Yeah. Yeah, That's cool. yeah. But I think it's, it's the on number there. one. Yeah. Yeah. As far as conversions go, mainly because it kept the entire book yeah. word for word. <laughs> Almost the entire book for word. For play word. to musical to movie. <laughs> yes. It can do to, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, any other top fives? Um, I just top Five musicals. Top five musicals. Mm. Period. Ooh. It's a big call, Miranda. 
I made it. I made <laughs> well, I don't know if we can go any bigger than top five musicals full stop. So let's move on. Now, Josh, you do have a show that you're in at the moment that you can plug that also involves Miranda yes. and Julie. Oh, yeah. Yes. I yes. hear the director is the worst and she makes you stay on stage the entire time. <laughs> there are no potty breaks. D- director is Miranda. Can we just please say that? The director is Miranda. Um, well, we are putting on a production of The Boy From Oz with Savoyard's um, Productions. It's very good. Savoyard's Productions. Should we get technical? Yeah. Savoyard's Musical Comedy Society. Comedy Society. Comedy I learned Good. something just then. Yeah, <laughs> fun fact. Glad to share. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's very similar story to My Fair Lady. Yeah, there is a, yeah. a person, and they do some things. He's very fair. Yeah, and, and um, yeah, yeah, he really he, comes out in his own in yeah. the end. So, so, so if people else. wanted to see this, they <laughs> can. They can. You can go Bye. and get tickets from savoyards.com.au. Ticketing is open now. The first performance is Saturday the 28th of September and we run till Saturday the 12th of October. Amazing. And you can – I'm not even going to tell you what Josh is doing in the show. You can just wait. Oh, and, like, guys. Pick him out oh, of the Oh, guys. Crowd. You're in for a treat. He watched Pretty Women as research. I'm oh, sorry, Pretty Woman. <laughs> pretty Women. It's pretty pretty Women. Woman. He just pretty Women. Why watch Miranda, um, I hope there are pearls involved. <laughs> I better be given a string of pearls on stage. Otherwise, I'll be very upset. That you can carry whatever you like in your pockets, darling. Oh. Miranda <laughs> is directing. Julie is assistant directing. Zane and I are not involved at all. So You're my really date to opening oh, night. I'm the Don't date forget. to opening night, um, which is all something you needed to know. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, if you'd like to check out the Savoyards website, they also have an Instagram and Facebook page. If you would like to know more about us, you can find us in lots of different locations. Number one, the website. That's not canon.com forward slash M-T-M-E-I-K. On Facebook, at Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. On Twitter and Instagram, with the handle at Musicals Teach Me. You can email us, which is like my favourite thing during the week to check. Um, it's Musicals Taught Me Podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to join the League of Extraordinary People on Patreon, you can head to www.patreon.com forward slash Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know and just like chuck us a dollar every month and you will get exclusive. Exclusive content, guys. It's exciting. Do you know what's going to be super exciting? When we hit that 20 patron mark and Zane's going to do the Necronomicon. It was 20, right, Zane? Oh, man. I'm trying to get the number down so we can see Zane do this in a lycra cat onesie. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I do like the cat bit you've just added in. I do. I do recall though. Um, we're going to Supernova again this year. We are. Do no, we, we said Gold Coast. We said Gold yeah, we Coast. We said only so if we good. go to Gold Coast. We're but we're going back to Brisbane. So okay. therefore, All we right. are not dressing up as cats. Be <laughs> it. Um, but we might dress up as other things if we get like ten extra. Patient- I'm going to dress patrons. up as Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting out of hand, guys. It's getting out of hand. Um, 
if you would like to uh, shoot us uh, some feedback or like, you know, let us know that you love the show, you can rate, review and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcatcher. If you are listening via Spotify, the best thing to do is just like play us on repeat all day, every day and into the night. Fall asleep to our dulcet tones. Um, <laughs> You're feeling very sleepy. <laughs> Uh, but other than that, that is it from us this week. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us, Josh. Thanks, oh, Josh. Guys, thanks for having me. Au revoir, you know. Alf, we design. Oh, catch you later. <laughs> and thank you, Julie. Thanks, Kami. And Miranda. I'm still here. <laughs> It has been a weird episode, so if you're still listening, namaste. Bye. Bye. Ciao, Burger. What should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your Castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zancy Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. That's not kind of productions podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.